Hey guys, welcome back to the Falling Head Over Heels and Fantasy Podcast. Husey here, and I'm joined by Wiz and Swin. How are we, lads? We're doing good, man. Yeah, man, I'm feeling it. We're ready. We're good. We're good. Sweet as. How'd we all go over the weekend with the draft star slates? Do you want to go first, Wiz? Oh, why not? Uh, well, my Friday and Saturday were, um, I don't know how to put it, about, about as close to depressing as you can get, but, um, uh, sorry, my Thursday, Friday, and my Saturday, Sunday, they came back, I got a bit of, a bit of love on that Saturday, Sunday, a couple, yeah. of, a couple of spots high would have been nice, but that's life. The Sherry injury, Josh Kelly injury, all of those were all riddled by them. Lockie uh, Whitfield. I, I did myself. I somehow managed to crack, you know... I think I cashed in on most most slates this weekend with a decent bit of a buffer, which was lucky considering all the injuries. What about you, Swin? How'd you go? Um, surprisingly, not too bad on the uh, first game of the round. Um, but I think my best one was uh, the Cats first, um, uh, the Maggies. Um, I didn't catch that last quarter. Um, I had a bit of a big day at work, so I actually like, passed out on the couch. But when I woke up, I was pretty surprised to see that actually Collingwood had won. And uh, more impressively, um, yeah, I actually finished twenty second out of tw- <laughs> I actually finished twenty second out of twenty eight hundred. So I was pretty impressed with that. But um, yeah, when it got to the weekend, man, um, yeah, so many injuries in my uh, in my slates. Um, which yeah, I didn't have the greatest weekend, but I was pretty impressed with that Friday game. So uh, hopefully, uh, can repeat that this weekend or this Friday and Thursday. So uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. True. Hopefully, you can get a repeat of my um, NBA slate mm. as well. Just putting that out there for all the viewers. How did you go? <laughs> oh, well, we got a first and a third, as we know. We love that. We do love a big fat we one, do. especially if you're up there on the podium with a three as well. That's nice. Anyway, so today we'll be chatting about Saturday slates, which involves four games some juicy matchup in there lads I know you two have a game you'd be eyeing off as a Pies and Port fan are you guys going to be watching that together no I think it's safe mate um, I certainly hope not um, but um, maybe um, yeah nice yeah it's always so terrible go. to see Swinney but it is, oh, we, it is. We, no we, 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 we <laughs> could definitely tee it up um yeah well the issue is like, yeah. the roof would be blown off if Port won. I think my cat might be be sick Saturday at about one fifteen, and um yeah. I didn't really like yeah. my cat. I, I, I normally <laughs> tend to use that excuse when they got to see yeah. someone too. That's always good. Uh, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be heading down to um, Adelaide Oval. Got free tickets from a misser, so shout out to Nikki for that one. Um, hoping the Tigers get one back over the Crows since we lost them in Adelaide last year. However, I don't really care if we lose them from here on since uh, the 2017 Grand Final. Oh. So um, it's always good to go back in time, um, man. It's always good to go back is. in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so let's move on with all that. Um, we're going to have the segments for today will be falling hard. Um, we'll be having the blacklisted and also the who's your ex-girlfriend, which is um, Declan Winner's work of what we've went on for the last podcast. And that's going to be a um, segment which will be here on out until the end of the year. So, Deck, who do you fall hard for? Who are you going to? You're gonna fall hard for from last week's week's slate, sorry. Uh, well, I've actually got, I've actually got a fair few here, so I'll just I'll round them off quickly. We saw Liam Stoker, Stoker, Stoker. What do we want to call Stoker. him? Stoker, Liam Stoker. I'll call him uh, Stocking. 
Here, call uh, him Striker. Striker, Liam Striker, yeah. Uh, 7.8k, uh, actual very impressive debut. Uh, we knew the doggies bled a little bit down the back last year. Um, that being said, round one, St Kilda, how about that? 108, I think, or something per um, per back. We saw how Brendan Cox, uh, Lukey Ryan sort of just oh, mucked around with him. Man, that was... That was Pretty pretty amazing to see. I mean, I'm pretty sure Cox had 20 marks or yeah, something ridiculous. like that. 14 intercept possessions, absolutely ridiculous. Oh, his super coach score will be fucking uh, huge. And I actually got a bit of Brenny Cox. Uh, so. Oh, no, I did see that. That was good. Yeah. I managed to do well without him and Luke Ryan, which was quite, B- quite big cool. Big Brenny but... Cox fan. But anyway, on to, on to my other boy, Callum Daniel. Fuck, he did he did me he did me right. He did me right. I'll tell you what, he was very special and he's only 13.3k. Um... And light lamp stalker, uh, stocking, stoker, whatever you want to call him. Liam. Uh, he, he, uh, we'll call him Liam, yeah. Um, in a good position. So that game's going to be fascinating for me because I've actually got a few backs from both of those because you never know how that's going to go, two teams that bleed down the backs, but we'll see. Uh, I'll play a bit of combos on that. Oscar Baker, 6K. Very, very nice little uh, start to the season there by Oscar Baker. Um, that, that the doggies mid. Yes, yes, he gave us a fifty-five. Yeah. Very impressive. Um, uh, and I hate, I hate to go kangaroos players because I don't know how to say this, but um, you know those everyone that plays AFL deserves to be credited. But there's if you play for the kangaroos, is it really AFL? Um, it's a question I ask myself, but Tommy Powell, <laughs> Tommy Powell at eight point four k. Welcome, welcome to um, what I would call the sample um, of the AFL. Um, you at eight point four k, very nice. Liam Henry, the Frio, the Frio Dockers. He got a little bit of wing time, I believe. Uh, six point six k. Kangaroos, fuck! We know some teams eat against those boys. We know I'm that. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna button here. Are you, all, are you introducing all these blokes to your parents? Uh, I hope not. Well, um, I <laughs> certainly don't want to bring a kangaroos player home. I'll tell you that much. But um, that's a lot of dudes, Nick. Um, these are great picks. And Jackie Zebel, as we know, Sheezel's. There's been word that Sheezel's getting the tag, yeah. and Jackie Zebel at 10k, and he swings both yeah. ways. Yeah, he does. Seeing him at the swingers party, uh, that's a forward back combo. The sexual innuendos on this podcast already is just... It's peak. It's peak, man. And it, it, it's, it's, I've, I've only got oh, two geez. more boys for the falling heart because I felt... No, no, I'll just, uh, just, just pull you up on that one for a sec. Did anyone hear J- stack Jack Siebel on the weekend? Because I know a man who did. No. Mm. And it was yours truly. No. Um. Yeah, Jack Zebel, shout out to you, mate, because I'm pretty sure you scored a hundred and was it hundred and twelve? Husey, big hundred and twelve. I can confirm for you that Jackie Zebel scored a hundred and nine. Hundred and nine, mm. and that was enough. I had him in a stack with Rankin. Beautiful. Who went bonkers? I missed out on Rochelle because who in their right mm. mind is going to be stacking two crows forwards in any game, well, any year? It's funny that you say Rochelle because <laughs> he's another one of my falling hearts at eight point four k. What did what did the nice little Rasher get out for us? Oh man, he, he, he was it, man. phenomenal to watch. And he, if he gets the same CBAs this week, uh, he's going to be in my template. I'm going to be stacking yeah. three goals, yeah. hundred and five return. You take the three goals away, you lose the eighteen. You've still yeah. got a decent score at 87. It's, 
as much as I want to rag on the Crows, and I only do it because I've got a lot of mates here in Adelaide that support the Crows, they have a couple players on their team who can play football, and Rankin and Rochelle showed mm. up hard yeah. last week. And it's a shame that they could only play two quarters when, you know, GWS had like half a bench. I know it was super hot that day, but oh, I don't know how they didn't run, you know, pull that win off. They looked amazing in the first half. Credit to GWS for, you know, Do you think they were blowing those third quarter? With the, as in like the crows, yeah, they, they, got they, 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 they got run over after that third quarter, man. Because they were mm. they were blowing a bit, which is that's concerning if you're a crows fan. Like first game of the year, you've got a few. I know the weather was a bit, um, you know, a bit hot, but like the fact Super that they hot, were blowing yeah. a bit. Like I was talking to a guy at work, and he was just like, he was, he was watching the game. He's gone. Hang on a minute. We've got a few guys here that don't look like they're going to be able to push on. That that for me would be a concern. Yeah, and. And Rory Laird was one of those, and mm. apparently he was affected by the heat heaps. But, um, yeah, all I'm going to say is, Crows, do not come to Adelaide Oval this week and play two quarters because my mob is going to run over you. And I couldn't day. agree more. Yeah. Gonna play you got to rock up. I've got one more. I've got one more Fallen Hard Boys, and they'll pass the torch. <laughs> and, and I think you know who it is. It's, it, it's, it's Brenny Cox. 11K. Yeah. Running it back on Cox? Of course, man. You pump out a 141. I'm a big Brenny Cox fan. Uh, Kangaroos midfield actually isn't too bad this year. I expect him to get a lot of clearances and do those dump little kicks, and I reckon Brenny Cox is going to pick that shit off all day, all night. Sweet. Yeah, that's, that's good. Swin, do you have any 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 lads who we need to take home for family dinner, Sunday night roast? Any lads? Um... Well, I've got a missus, mate, so I don't know how much room we got at the table. Um, now, nah, look, when I'm looking at like how my um, how my weekend went, um, I, I I had a lot, I took a lot of Brayshaw last week. Um, and I'm thinking this week, I think he's gonna have a bit of a um, have a good time. So I'm I'm gonna be taking a lot of him as well. Um, but yeah, when I'm when I'm looking at how how I fared, um, I'd really like Jordan Clark as well. Um, I'll, I will be taking a bit of Jordan Clark. Um, so those are the guys that I think I did me did me well last week. Um, but yeah, I d- yeah, definitely would be uh, introducing to the parents. That's for sure. But when it comes to uh, yeah, falling hard, dude, Lloyd Meek, man. Like, do you know what? I, I I I was I was at the table on Sunday morning and Jake rang me. He goes, do you want to go through the slate together? And do you know what? Oh, I love Jake the best, but it's the worst thing I ever did. Because he said to me, he goes, oh, he goes, I'll be taking a lot of fog. Uh, taking a lot of fog is quite tall compared to the GWS backs. And I took him. And do you know what the funny thing was? I was looking. I was like, dude, it's 3%. <laughs> and I was sitting there watching the first quarter. And I was just like, he's not doing much. And I felt like messaging Jake just going like, I'm looking at your teams, brother. <laughs> and I see no fog. So why have you told me that you're taking fog? So I was like, if this is he a... Yeah, no fog. If, Mate, yeah, literally. He left, left you in the, the fog, mate. It yeah, was so he visually did, impaired. He did what it there. said on the tin, man. It literally <laughs> left me in the fog. And then, um, yeah, so falling hard, obviously, yeah, fog. And uh, Lloyd Meek, I definitely won't be touching them with a 10 foot pole again. Um, But, yeah, as I said, um, so when you got so when you got a few negatives in his falling hard, um, oh, why don't you went the Yeah, I think we've but, got um, this segment back to front, but we'll continue with it. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna inter I'm just So when um, you use falling hard to unleash on a few. I'm just gonna interject. <laughs> I'm just gonna say 
picking a forward like Fogg on such a hot day. I mean, he's got a lot of weight to carry around. I, I would have been, I would have been maybe steering clear of him. And I think Matt Matthews stitched you up a bit there, if I'm going to be honest. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Well, tell me about. Anyway, it. I'm going to go through mine now just quickly. I think we've already touched on Tom Green. He um, he had a massive day out versus the Crows. I'm pretty sure he was going head to head with Laird for a while. No tag, just head to head, pure contest on the ball, and he kind of ran him over. He was. Huge that game. I'm big on Tom Green this year. He's in my AFL fantasy. He's in my super coach. He looks great. With Kelly and Whitfield out, I know Whitfield's probably not got too much to do with it now, but they're going to be looking to get the ball in Tom Green's hands quite a bit over the coming weeks and for the rest of the year. So Tom Green is one for me. And then, of course, Setters, which I put a... I put a tweet out about Setters, Will Setterfield, Fessenden. Oh, he did, yeah. He came in clutch. He he had a slow start, but, oh, geez, he was everything that I thought he would be, Fessenden. He's doing really well. We know Zach Merritt copped a tag for the first half. That may have helped him a little bit, but um, obviously Essendon um, smashing it out of the park with a big dub as well would have helped it. I don't think he's going to, you know, score... 118 or whatever he did every weekend, but I think he can be a solid 95 contributor week to week. I think Setters is um it was a good pick and he'll be a good pick whether if he stays at that price point. Um and lastly is a big big fan of this. I'm a big big fan of this guy. Sorry, Cam McKenzie from the Hawks. He looks like an absolute superstar. Um, would be introducing him to my parents anytime. He's a weapon. Um, and yeah, so. Moving on, because um, we've got a game of football to watch here. We're mm. actually missing the um, Carlton Cats game as we speak, so we'll try and move this along quite quickly. Uh, short and sharp for the listeners too on the way, commuting to work or home from work. Um, blacklisted, so girls that or girls or guys that uh, you have blocked on Instagram or you know Facebook or deleted them out of your phone, as Todd touched on last night, who are some of them for you, Swinney. My main one will be Lloyd Meek, uh, in, in all honesty. I took a lot of him last week. And um, just for the option, yeah, I wasn't really impressed with that. I think he pumped out 49. Uh, that would definitely be one I would never pick again. And I think Jake touched on that last um, last pod as well. Like, we were, as I said, we were talking about it and we were discussing it. And I was just like, oh, I wouldn't mind taking him just for a bit. Like, I thought maybe yeah. potentially they'd, um, yeah, Hawthorne would obviously get a bit from the ruck. But, uh, yeah, that's that's definitely one guy. I'll yeah, unfortunately won't be um yeah looking at again. So that that for me would be my only my only black uh, blacklist. Obviously, I just touched on fog as well, but yeah, Lloyd Meek for me is the one that yeah I don't think yeah. Meek, he actually pumped out a forty nine. I'm actually fucking happy you said that because I actually couldn't believe that. I took a little bit of Lloyd Meek, and um, as far as I concerned, I was concerned he was absolutely shit house. But forty nine. Fucking hell, I might, I might add that boy to the Ake's girlfriend list. Well, you do it. 49. <coughs> 49. Yeah, and we're not talking footy players either. 49 at 7K. Yeah, um, yeah, anyway, uh, that's enough about my personal life. But good take, Swinney. Um, I appreciated that. Fair enough. Um, I'll pick one. Um, I'm going to keep it um, short on this one because it's only round one and, um, you know, a lot of new things are happening. Um takes a few players a little bit of a while to get used to the rhythm of the season even you know even people like nat five so <laughs> nat five the double brownlow medalist let's not forget no that. shoulder strapping which i thought he'd be ready um 
I don't want to come out and say Nat Fife is washed because I think he's playing out of position. I, I think he needs to be in the midfield to do any damage. He can't kick straight up front. He, I don't see him snapping the ball at ground level any time and doing some filthy snaps and tasty finishes. He needs to get back into that midfield if he's worth picking. Um, if there's In saying that, if there's going to be any week to pick him up again and you want to give him a second chance, he is versing North this week if you think they're going to fall back into their own ways. so Can I just touch on that quickly? Um, there's no better time to pick Nat Fife. If the universe does what it normally does, which it comes back to bite on your ass, I don't know if anyone heard Todd slightly taking a bit of a jibe at Nat Fife, but He's at 9K uh, this week. I'll be out of spite. I'm going to be taking a bit of Nat Fife. <laughs> I'm taking a bit of that. There's, there's no better time, man. It's against the ruse, dude. Like, he's... Um, I'm, I'm, I'll be taking a bit of him, and that's that's just out of spite. There's no stats involved. That's just out of spite. I, if, there's, if there's a time for that boy, to, that's gambling. But I tell you what, I'll be taking a bit of him this weekend. Just, just hopefully... <laughs> Yeah, you got it. You got to gamble. I love it. Yeah, so I'll I love taking, it. I'll take a bit of him, but I, I, I appreciate your input though. Yeah, you, you did. He didn't do great last week. I'll take anyone that plays forward against the Rose. I'll tell you that much. Give me anyone left, right, and center. <laughs> All right. Um, and the final segment: an ex-girlfriend. So, who's one that you'd be willing to give one more chance to? I'll start us off here because I've only got one. And I, I hate to sound like Dwayne Russell here because we all know why. Um, but Josh Kelly is so amazing when he's injury-free. He's one of the classiest players in the comp. And he looked great before that head knock. Kelly, if you're listening, mate, which you're most definitely not. Because he's, but I'll be he's in the hospital you. and he's taking the week <laughs> off. But that's, he, uh... might, he might be tuning into the pod. Who knows? Yeah, that's right. Shout out Josh Kelly. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Josh Kelly, mate, I'll be picking you week in, week out if you've got a good matchup, mate, because you're an absolute star, and um, I'll be going back to Josh Kelly for sure. How about you, Dick? How about me? Um, well, I've got three guys, and I'll tell you what the scenario is. You're walking at the nightclub. You miss her at the time. You're about to break up with her because you've just seen what she's doing. She's uh she's talking to that guy, you know, the guy that's just a friend. He's just a fucking friend, you know. We hear about it, just a friend. He messages her on Sunday, see if she's all right. He's not just a fucking friend. You can't trust the dudes. Jack Sinclair, Bailey Dale, Liam Baker. I want to go through your phone, boys, because I've seen who you've been messaging. You're not to be trusted. You're not to be trusted, but I'm a silly fool, a hopeless romantic... I'm going to fall back in love with you, especially you, Jack Sinclair, 15.2K. That's way too much. That's way too much. People are going to be terrified of you, and I'm going to fall deeply, madly, truly in love with you. As they say, be a hopeless romantic, a fool, because that Jack Sinclair at 15.2K versus the doggies, he's about to have a night. He's about to have a night. I I definitely agree with that. There's a reason he's 15K, and it's because he tore tore it up last year and I think he can um he can keep on that trajectory of um a hundred point average or a hundred and five point average, whatever he's whatever he's at. He's a gun and they love getting the ball in his hands, old Sinclair. So yep. That sounds that's good. That's good. Swinny you got um, some X's I'm gonna to touch on what Elliot did as well. Um yeah, Kelly. Um 
Yeah, I was pretty. I was pretty um, upset when I heard the OT obviously had to go off. I don't know how long was left in that quarter, but obviously he was going off for fifteen minutes. So I was just like, oh, like he was on a roll, man. Like he was doing bits. Um, the other one for me, I think, um, I think Elliot would obviously appreciate this one. Noah Bolter, man, like. 35 and I was just like you know man he, he, I, th- I really thought in that Blues I thought he would um, I thought he'd have a bit more of it um, mm. but you know um, great call not not sure yeah not sure about you know um, yeah looking at this weekend 7k oh my god I know do you know what I mean I was just like, well, he, 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 I expected big things from him I, I, I definitely stacked him a fair bit because um, I think we were talking about him previously I don't know if it was on the pod or just like in the group chat but um, I really thought he was going to have a big one um, but do you know what when it, you know, we're looking against the Crows and probably just for the season um, as a whole I, I would definitely be picking him if he's still sitting around that 7 to 8k mark man I'm he can do bits, so that that seven thousand forty dollars, Swinny seven thousand forty dollars. Yeah, there you go. I'm so. just gonna I'm just gonna say that McKay ran him over the park last week, and <laughs> Bolter was lost. I love I love Bolter. I think he's a freak. He's a great athlete, but he's got a lot of work to do to keep up with the best keys in the com. If you rewatch that game and the footage. Um, he, he he danced all over him there and he was he was like meters behind the ball and behind the play um every time and actually in the post game there um the um the uh on the panel there a couple of the blokes decided on um him being the um best on ground which um i guess that's a fair assessment in a draw with um not too many standout players but yeah i think bolter got um dominated that game and um I think he can bounce back, um, but you've just got to be wary of him if he's locking down the best key forward on a decent team. Just be wary about picking him. Um, let's get let's get into the rucks, Elliot. Let's see that ninety k. Let's go yeah, nuts. Get into the rucks a little bit. All right. Well, start us off. Um, I've had a quick squiz since I got home from work, but one did stand out for me, and I'll just say that I hate Ruckman. <laughs> that sounds controversial. That sounds uh, but, personal. That sounds personal. It's, it's sounds like he's got nothing to do here. with football. <laughs> I hate Ruckman. And this is why I enter so and so amount of teams, and each like a Ruckman goes down. Right. And, la- and lastly, he was Sherry. And I'm going to say this point now because Sherry's out. But Todd Goldstein, eleven and a half k, he's gonna slot right in there, and I think he's gonna do real well. Um, I think he's gonna do real well, even if he's up against Sean Darcy. I'll be taking Goldstein, even though I know the bloke might go down with an injury. But I'll be taking Goldstein. How about you, fellas? Um, I've got one for you on the Toddy Goldstein market, Charlie Combin. 6.4k. He had 12 hitouts last week versus the West Coast Eagles. I mean, I, I probably myself, at a a six foot four, uh, six foot flat. Sorry, four. I would love the extra four inches, but we'll settle on the six flat. Um, <laughs> Charlie, got the extra four inches. Charlie Combin. <laughs> so so would, make it five. <laughs> so would my ex girlfriends actually? Uh, <laughs> they're sick of that two inch. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, but at 6.4k, pump down an 80. I know That'll they played the, um, another rubbish opponent in the West Coast Eagles. But you know what? You're getting 12 hit outs. You're 6.4k. Can he usher up a 45 or 50? I think so. Freo didn't look good. Um, yep. They relied on backs all day. I mean, like, he'll probably get fathered by that back line if he's stay- stuck down the forward line. But Tony Goldstein's old, man. I don't he know. is, but he still... He, he, Todd Goldstein, you know, he's just one of those... He just gets the job done, man. It just makes the most the sense for me, though, that Toddy Goldstein might go sit mm. forward a little bit. Yeah, potentially. <clears throat> I wouldn't I mean, be surprised to see that because Charlie Combin's probably going to get fathered by that back line. I mean, Logue's not there anymore. We know that. He's playing how, for the, the dark side. Do you, know, do you know the specs of this bloke? I know you just listed them out, but I actually wasn't listening to you. The specs or the stats? The specs, because can he match up to a big bad Sean Darcy? That's all I'm saying. I'm pretty sure Todd Goldstein's going to have to be that dude, right? Well, uh, I mean, that's a great question. But Luke Jackson, what's he doing? Is he pinching? I don't know. What was Luke Jackson doing on the park last week? He looked pretty terrible uh, to me. He was running around like a headless chicken, mate. Um, but Charlie Combin's 199 centimetres. He's a big boy. Uh, he's 82 kilograms. That's uh, absolutely disgusting. That's the uh, rookie me. Central. Uh, they've got the kangaroos have him at 94 kilos. I don't. It wouldn't be. I mean, the kangaroos are known to uh, pump up a few assets. Um, but like they say, if you don't have much, I guess you're uh, clutching at straws. Uh, but he's 94 <laughs> kilos apparently, 199 centimeters. You know, I'll take that. I'll take All that. Right. So that's Dex. Dex pick. Uh, any more before we handle uh, it to Swin on the rucks? No, that'll do me. Swinny, you got any? Um Info to tell us about the rucks on Saturday slate. Um, no, I was I was <clears throat> very um very similar to yourself with Goldson, but I was actually looking at the um Crows Richmond game. Um, I was looking at Nank against Riley O'Brien. Who who do we reckon out of those two is going to fare the fare the best? I, I really want to like lean towards um like Nank in the in the just looking at like what he obviously does like obviously off the ball and such, but like. Obviously, very um, highly priced, but I was I was thinking that Nag might actually have a bit of a good game against Riley O'Brien this weekend. To be honest, um, I was pretty impressed with what he did. Like, I know it's against the Koning last week, but like, mm. I don't know. I am, um, yeah. I just I just thought Nag this week would actually uh, is going to be a bit of value. So I am, um, yeah. I was looking at him to be honest. What do you call him, Elliot? Nag the tank, don't you? Yeah, Nag the tank. Yeah, he... yeah. I just can't. I can't see him. Having, I can't see him like Nag the fucking rank. Not, I call not, him. Not... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't see him not faring well. Settle. Oh goodness! Fucking wind back on the gins in the. Oh, yeah. Because anything I've I, I just wanted to say, yeah. I just wanted to say, um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting the Tigers to bounce back this week, and I, 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 I think the Tigers aren't going to have like two losses in a row, and I know the Crows probably are going to be a bit like you know miffed off with what happened last week as well. Obviously, like tanking in that last you know third or fourth quarter. But I just think that, you know, um, I, I'm just back in Nank this week. Um, I really think he's going to have a good game against Riley O'Brien. And I know Riley O'Brien's pretty big and stuff, but I just think Nank's a bit more of a nimble player. Um, so I was looking at him, um, and yeah, I, I, I probably will take a bit of him. Yeah, I, I can, um, yeah, last last year, obviously, that happened at Adelaide Over when we lost, I think, by like 19 or 20 points. I'm trying to erase it from my memory. But Nank did win that battle, if my memory serves me well um he he did win that battle maybe just but um mm. 
we'll see how we go. Obviously, you've got to take into consideration the price points and like whether you're obviously not going to stack Nank, but he could definitely be slotted into a couple teams there. And on that touching on that game, Swin, um, I was looking at a player who I think I heard scored his lowest score since, oh, I don't want to quote the year, let's say five years five or six years, and that is Rory Laird. Well, now, you're jumping straight to now, mids. I like it. We're, we're getting straight into it because we know I hate Ruckman. <laughs> anyway. We'll, we'll never talk about Ruckman ever again until next week, Elliot. We promise you. <laughs> Correct. Um, yeah, that's the next part. So here's where things get spicy for me because Rory Laird, all right, hear me out. He scored a 50 last week. Yeah, we all saw it. 57 Richmond, of your most horrible points you've ever seen. Yeah. Richmond are going to let Laird run loose. And Crows, I've, as a Richmond fan, I'm going to say right now, I'm probably going to tip us, but I, I'm i concerned. I don't know how the Crows are going to come out this week, but I do know if it's anything like last year, at home in front of the fans, at the Crowville, some of my poor mates would be upset about not being called the portress but um we'll touch on that um trashtress <laughs> but um yeah sorry i'll, I'll quit yabbering on but yeah let's say Laird goes for 140 plus at home against the tigers this weekend which would make up that 17k and, no worries that'd I'm be not a saying must pick, I by any means but i'm just saying i think i think you get a bit of lady and I think he could be a slate winner because a lot of people are going to be looking at that price with his last week's score and they're going to be staying away from him. Mm. And if you look down, Timmy Taranto, 15K, you have a little little bit of a more look down. Jack McRae at 14K, you're saving 3K on all these guys, yeah? Tommy Liberatore, 13.8K. Um, you look down. There's uh, Jordan Degoy, thirteen point two k. These good. are these are midfielders. These are elite midfielders in the same sort of price. Uh, twelve point two k for Mason Wood. Interesting. Yeah, not for um, me. I know he's been he's been having a bit of a preseason. But you talk at those those guys. It's, you'll see a lot of people lean towards those guys. And what what Hughes is saying there is good, quite obvious. You know, I, I'd actually be a bit weary of Roy Laird. I hope it rains a little bit because I know that tackle pig's going to get hungry. Yeah, that'll fall um, into um, Swinney's play with the Nank as well. He loves mm. a bit of a cuddle, so um, that could work no, out. No, well. stacking, yeah. but yeah, that's it. But a little bit of drizzle, you get a little yeah. bit of drizzle, maybe a couple of yeah. meals. It gets a little bit slicker. Roy Laird get a bit yeah, hungry and there. So we'll even see. if it's dry, man, I just, I, I just think I, I'm going to be that guy who hopes that the field kind of drifts away from him and I'm going to bank on him giving me bouncing back and giving me a big score mm. and you know I think if he gets a, even a 120 or 130 I think that can I think that can maybe do it the cheaps are there Oscar Baker Liam Henry I've gone through them Stoker Stocking don't Stockers. forget uh, Rochelle is Rochelle, Liam. I don't. I don't Rochelle. think is budged in price. Yeah. And I, I think Rochelle. I think Rochelle is a good get yeah, as well. To be honest. So you've got the money. Yeah. You've got the money to go yeah. get yourself a Rory Laird. So I like it. I'm with Husey. That's and, a good um, pick. Quick one. I know we've touched on it already, but she's he's only at um, nine and a half k. I know there's a bit of a threat of a tag there. Oh, I'll be taking a little bit of him. I'm. I'm not. It's. It's like this. Um, 
all the talk around Nick Dacos. Oh, do you bring him in a fantasy this week or not? I think yes, you need to con- you do consider tags when selecting when selecting these players. But um, yeah, nine and a half off. You know, one of the highest disposal games of a first game ever. I think. I'll be getting a bit of cheese. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna run the risk of him getting tagged or not. I don't. I don't really mind. He thinks he's got Nick. He thinks he's got Nick. He thinks he's got Nicky Dacos. He doesn't. He's got a. Uh, he's got a uh, wish um, damage package in the mail. Nick Dacos. Um, and that's like say say you get the one drunk uh delivery driver and he gets that package so out the, ba- the package out the back from wish and he just footy kicks the shit out of that thing to the front door that's harry Cheezel. that's the Cheezel for you in comparison to nick dacos but let's not get stunned remind me remember me remind me to never bring up nick dacos on the pot ever again because it just turns nick dacos is the best footballer we're ever going to see and you mark my words you can run it back on this Ten years from now, you're gonna eat your words. That is the best football we've ever seen. Unless he goes and signs at St Kilda for two million, then he sucks. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna keep this um, short and sweet um, for ourselves and the viewers. So we'll be wrapping up quite shortly. Is there anything else you lads want to touch on before we um, wrap it up? F- forwards and backs quickly. I've uh, got a couple of backs we already went through. Jackie Sinclair, running back on him. Caleb Daniel, gonna love him. Uh, Bailey Dale, fuck, you broke my heart, man. I saw you fucking talking to you, that guy that's just your friend, mate. I've seen that before. Uh, but I'm running back on you. Um, forwards, Jack's evil. Swings both ways, love it. Uh, keys are in the pot. That's a swinger if I've ever seen one. Uh, and I'm gonna pick up those keys. Uh, how about you, Swin? Um... I've had a look at the uh, Freo game uh, with yeah, the Roos. Good, good find. I don't mind. Obviously, we've touched on uh, Sheasel. I really, I was really looking at uh, looking at Cox. And I was looking at Chapman as well. Um, I think Chapman's actually not a bad get. I know he um, scored pretty well last week. I think his break in was eighty six. Um, weather's meant to be pretty dry uh, there in Perth. Um, but yeah, that, that's 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 yeah. When it comes to backs, yeah, because I I I found that like yeah, th- a lot of the main defenders for uh, free were quite highly priced, and I was trying to trying to figure out which one I would rather take. But um, I as I said as I said before, I really do like Jordan Clark. But um, I was looking at Heath Chapman. I think he's not a he's not a bad one to get. Um, yeah. So yeah, in, in regards to backs, and then even like I was looking at the Crows Tigers game. I know we were, I I know this might be a different position, but like. I was even looking at Lockie Peddler, man. Um, he was like priced at seven point three k. I think his break even was fifty eight. I think I think he got close to seventy or just above last week. But um, yeah, those are the guys I was looking at. And obviously, um, yeah, out of spite, um, yeah, I was looking at Nat Fife. Uh, I, I I just I just look. I love I love the way the universe works, man. Sometimes it works in mysterious ways, and I just you know with them um, against the Ruse, I just um, yeah, I just thought he might have a bit of a good game. And then even like Shields. Um, I think he was 8.1k as well. I know he had a bit of a not 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 the greatest game last week, but I, you know he's obviously a great player as well. Those those are the guys I was uh, I was looking at. But um, yeah, that's that's. Do you know what I mean? Like I just Shields is one of those guys. Like I remember last year we'd always like you know he'd, he'd have a few like good games where you know he'd get a really good score and yeah 8.1k. Um, I just thought maybe he might be a bit of a sneaky one as well. So um, yeah, those are the boys I was looking at. I, yeah, I agree, I agree with that, um, definitely. I would just be 
careful on Pedler just in case he is the first option of a sub. Mm. I, I've got him in my fantasy and I'm super stoked with the 70 he produced. Um, but yeah, just be careful with Pedler um, picking him. I know yeah, you've you got to consider these things when picking your teams, but just, just be careful because he might be the player which is subbed out for the Crows at three-quarter time. Or is it going to be hot weather then? Is it going to be scorching so. weather? Because I think most of the Crows last week probably could have been subbed out due to the hot weather, so... <laughs> yeah, no, it won't be as uh, okay, hot so as 36 We should get a full game from the Crows then this week then, by the looks of it. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> not, but we'll see how we go. All right, so that just about concludes the podcast. Thank you for listening in, guys. I hope there was a bit of insight and you can get help from what we said today. Um, shout out to Draft Stars, obviously, um, providing us with the, t- uh, the format so we can... Um, Talk about uh, draft styles, obviously, with you guys um, and all the great and wonderful things about AFL. Uh, Don't forget to uh, gamble responsibly, and um, we'll see you next time on the pod. Cheers, guys. Uh...